Good morning. Praise the Lord, dear beloved. And to the church in the house. God's word for today. We're reading today from Judges, the sixth chapter, beginning in verse one. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel and because of the Midianites. The children of Israel made them the dens which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. And so it was when Israel had sown that the Midianites came up and the Amalekites and the children of the east, even they came up against them and they encamped against them and destroyed the increase of the earth till thou come unto Gaza and left no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep nor ox nor ass. For they came up with their cattle and their tents, and they came as grasshoppers from multitude. For both they and their camels were without number, and they entered into the land to destroy it. And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. And it came to pass when the children of Israel <coughs> cried unto the Lord because of the Midianites, that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you forth out of the house of bondage. And I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all that oppressed you and drove them out from before you and gave you their land. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell, but you've not obeyed my voice. And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under the an oak which was in Ophrah that pertained unto Joash the Abyssalite and his son Gideon, threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles which our fathers told us of? Saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee. And thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. What great wisdom, what great encouragement. Here God is proving to us his magnificence, his majesty, his sovereignty. And what this should help us to see. They would never have been in trouble with the Midianites if they had simply done what God charged them to do according to his law. Just like it is today, the world is in trouble because people refuse to obey God and live by his word. But this scripture helps us to see that there are some that are dedicated and committed. And I say 
that I pray that it could be the entire body of Christ everywhere. If we commit to God by his word in totality, that God will turn things around in our life and those that bothered us, God will drive them out from before us and he's going to put us and give us what we need to be who he wants us to be and we can live in peace with each other. So I bid you, pray ye one for another that we all be strong, that we move forward to be who God would have us to be. Life is not easy for any of us. But what of that? We must have perseverance and above all, confidence in ourselves. We must believe that we are gifted for something and that this thing must be attained. Marie Curie. Love God, love others, and love yourself again today. All wise and eternal God, in the holy name of Jesus the Christ, again this morning we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for your goodness and for your mercy. Holy Father, we thank you this morning for the opportunity to experience the dawning of this new day and that with the saints of our mind and activity of our limbs. And I'm asking you again, Hallelujah. I'm asking you again this morning, Lord God, as I believe that everyone everywhere, Lord, please forgive us. Anywhere and everywhere we have failed you in word, in deed, or even in thought, that you will take pleasure again today in leading us and guiding us in the path of righteousness for your namesake. That people that are still in darkness will be able to see that they're in darkness because they'll see the light radiating from us. And that is very simply walking in the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ, not doing the things that we once did while we were in darkness, but we are moving forward. We're being successful. We're being productive because you made it so that they will look at themselves and they'll see that they're in darkness. So God, help us, equip us with the courage, with the knowledge, with the strength. God, to move forward and as you direct us into the lives of others, God, that we take the courage to share the wisdom and the knowledge of the light of the gospel with those that are still in darkness and help them to understand and to see that they're in the darkness because everyone around them are in that darkness. They just fellowship with and stay around people that believe and, and think the same thing. But when you allow us into their life, open their ears to hear us, hear what you're saying. God, and open their heart to receive what's being said, that they will humble themselves and cry out, Lord, please save me. God, when you hear those cries, that you're going to deliver them and bring them out of that darkness into the marvelous light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I'm asking you again this morning, God, I believe and I hope that as every pastor everywhere, every spiritual leader, every preacher, every believer, God, refresh us again. God, with the Holy Ghost, grant us a fresh anointing. God, particularly for the pastors, God, that they're going to preach and teach without fear, favoritism, or compromise. They're going to teach and preach and demonstrate the gospel of Jesus Christ, God, with power, with glory, God, with purpose, with pride, with dignity, with diligence. Lord, hallelujah, they're going to do it with clarity. And we're going to do it, God, as Jesus did it. He played the example for us. And pastors everywhere, God, help open our ears to hear you. Open our hearts to receive it and give us a faith to demonstrate it. That the, the Bible teaches, as the apostle Luke wrote it in the book of Acts, 
when he said that Jesus began to do and teach, do and teach. And that's what our job is as spiritual leaders, as pastors, particularly today. Our job is to do and teach. And it's not to just try to do to have all of the big things and the flashy things and the bright light things, but it's the demonstration of your word, the demonstration of your truth, that we demonstrate that we don't hold grudges and bitterness in our hearts, to demonstrate that when the enemy comes after us and try to manipulate us, that we're going to resist him, that the Lord will defend us against him by his spirit that indwells us. And then when the people see that, they're going to realize that they are not where they thought they were. And hopefully and prayerfully, they will begin to cry out, Lord, save me. And when they do, we know that at your discretion, every earnest and honest cry, that you're going to move God and save them too from this underworld generation. And because of the understanding and the clarity and the teaching and the demonstration of the knowledge of the gospel, God, when sickness befall us, God, or whatever ailments or whatever it might be that you allow to come upon us, God, when it befalls us, we're going to have the Job attitude that we're going to continue to look to you as the psalmist said, I'm going to look to the hill for which come with my help. And as people continue, God, in the hospital rooms and wherever they are in sick beds and wherever God, with hallelujah, when they get the attention, when they realize that, God, hallelujah, that the Bible teaches us that we need to pray. God, hallelujah, for he that knows the mind of the spirit will utter the things to you that we know not, that the Holy Ghost in us will begin to tell you the things that we need in our life because we are praying in sincerity and in truth. And you're going to move by your spirit and you're going to get us out of the sick beds. You're going to get us back on our feet and you're going to move us, God, hallelujah. And we're going to impress and astound God, the, the medical professionals, our family members and all the the people that thought that we wouldn't make it and thought it was all over. God, hallelujah, you're going to bring us out. Thank you, God, and you're doing it every day. But we're praying, God, that hallelujah, that we, wherever we live, that we're going to hear us somebody, God, hallelujah, that you delivered. God, that so wherever, the whoever's hearing this cry, this prayer, God, my request to you this morning, wherever they are in the world, that there will be somebody where they live, that they're going to learn, that the people are going to testify that it was you, God, that touched them and got them out of their sick beds and back on their feet. God, and those that have lost their way, God, that they're listening to people that, that don't have the regeneration, that don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, they don't have the indwelling of the Christ of God. God, hallelujah. And they're luring people away from the truth using things. Well, if you come on over here and work with us, you can have this and you can do this and you can do that. And you can look like this and you can look like that. And we'll help you get one of these and one of those. And God, because of this Adamic nature that we're all in, God, when people don't pray as they should, when they don't read the scripture as they should, they will weaken. They will fall down, God, hallelujah, under the pressure of Satan. And the next thing they know, God, that they'll be where they are this morning in a dark place. And God, but but I'm praying and I'm believing you, God, hallelujah, and I'm praying with them and for them that when they acknowledge the truth that, Lord, I lean to my own understanding, I didn't acknowledge you, I allowed my own vain imagination, my feelings, my emotions to control me, and I made a decision that's got me in a dark place. God, but I repent and forgive me, God, hallelujah. And when you hear that cry, 
God, hallelujah, when you hear the sincerity of it, you're going to move by your spirit and grant them a refreshing from your presence. And they're going to get back on the right path in life, walking and talking and teaching and demonstrating the gospel of Jesus Christ, demonstrating love and compassion and forgiveness. God, hallelujah, helping our sisters and our brothers everywhere. A lot of people have done some horrendous things to you in your life, tragic things. But the Lord has charged us to forgive them because when we think about the fact that he has forgiven us and that we have an opportunity to go to glory and be with him, it's an easy thing to just go ahead and forgive them, get everything out of the way, keep God our record straight with you, God, and we know that you're going to move by your spirit. God, even for those that have lost their financial independence and self-sufficiency, we believe this morning, God, when they cry out to you in sincerity and in truth, God, by whatever means, God, that they find themselves lacking financially, needing assistance from somebody somewhere, God, hallelujah, when they begin to cry out to you in sincerity and in truth, God, you're going to move by your spirit in their life, God, and right where they are. As you said, hallelujah, the psalm said, and the Lord will prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemy. You will turn things around for them and right in the front of those, God, that tried to hold them back, that tried to hinder them, that tried to push them aside, that tried to ignore them. You're going to turn things around. You're going to mount us up, God, and we're going to be able to demonstrate your power because of the indwelling of your spirit. So we thank you. We praise you, God. Hallelujah. So you're going to restore financial independence and self-sufficiency. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're going to strengthen the hearts of those that have lost loved ones and they're struggling this morning to move forward, God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for those homes, God, where people are just running and roaming and doing all kinds of crazy things in and out of the house. Children, hallelujah, that's just coming in home one and two o'clock in the morning from calling out being involved in some kind of promiscuity coming in, fussing at the parents and lying to the parents and telling the parents, well, you do it. And they're just saying all of these things, God, but when they begin to pray in those homes that they pray in sincerity and in truth, God, you will drive out that spirit. You will drive out all those spirits. You will clean up that house and that home can become a God presence home. Because the devil can't stay where you are. Hallelujah. And we thank you, God. And that family will get out and go to church. God, and get into church and begin to pray and to seek you in sincerity and in truth. And you're going to baptize them too with the Holy Ghost. That they too, hallelujah, God will be able to withstand the enemy and help those that were around them to see how they had oppressed them. To see that if they'll come on and surrender to God and repent, acknowledge that they're in sin. God, hallelujah, that you will hear their cry too at your discretion. And you're going to bring them too out of that darkness into the light of the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we believe you and we trust you this morning, hallelujah. God, that you're going to continue to maintain our cause. When sickness befall us, God, you're going to maintain our cause. God, when even the enemy try to trick us and lure us back into ignorance and darkness, but God, we're going to be able to resist him. God, in the name of Jesus, because you're going to maintain our cause. When the enemy try to influence us, God, hallelujah, to do other things and we can do this and we can get involved in this and we can get involved in that and we can make a lot of money doing this and that. God, but we're going to 
God, your spirit will main, will continue to maintain our cause, and that is to keep us in the path of righteousness for your namesake. Hallelujah. Will you charge us and put in our heart to do something that's going to give you glory and honor? And people around us could help us, but they refuse to help us. And they want to try to stop us from being able to do it. You're going to, according to, to your riches and glory, God, you're going to supply us with whatever it is that we need to do and are to be. What you charge us to be to cause the people to know that you are God, you're sovereign, you're majestic beside you. There is no God. And hallelujah. And as you promised in your word that the day would come that you would walk in us and talk in us. And hallelujah. And you will prove to the people that you have taken a bold in us by your spirit because we resisted them and they couldn't do anything about it. Called God and we spoke the word and, and we spoke and they got loose from the clutches of Satan and they're beginning to seek you in sincerity and in truth. So God, this morning, I'm asking you again, everyone, everywhere, wherever they are, God, hallelujah, they cry out to you for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We know that at your discretion, you're going to baptize them. You're going to fill them. God, hallelujah, that on the day, hallelujah, when Jesus shall stand in the clouds with power and great glory with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel and the Hadnara Bahosi, hallelujah, and when, praise our God, when that trump shall sound, the Bible declares unto us that the dead in Christ shall rise first, then those that are alive and remain shall be caught up together to go meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. We thank you, God, this morning. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. In the holy name of Jesus the Christ, we pray and we do believe it so because we do ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and thank you, God. Hallelujah. Good morning again, everybody. God bless you. 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 Hallelujah. We're going to keep looking to the hill. Hallelujah. Because we know that things are not as bad as they seem because God is sovereign. We know, hallelujah, that nothing can happen to us that God and us can't handle because God is sovereign. And we know, hallelujah, that he promised that he would heal, deliver, prosper, and save, and he's done it. Hallelujah. And we're going to give him glory for it because he is sovereign. He's not a liar, but he said he'd never leave us nor forsake us. So whatever befall you again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do you also unto them. Don't let them make you act like them. 